Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of Pickin' Pigskin Winners here on Aaron Torres Media. I am your host, Wes Easley, and I, you can find me on Twitter, at Loafinit. And this week, I have with me a special guest, somebody I've known, I, I don't know, what maybe a year and a half, maybe two years since COVID stuff. We kind of ran across each other. But he has impressed me with how many articles he puts out a week, how dedicated he is to getting information out there to the community, to the public and everything. I have always been impressed by Adam Holes. Did I say that right, Adam Holes? That is correct, yep. You can find him at? Adam Hole Sports over on Twitter, uh, and he's a great follow. He comes out. I don't know how many. How many articles do you write a week, Adam? About twenty-five a week, give no, or take. You, no, you not. You do not, do you? No, I do. Really? Wow. <laughs> I. I mean, I knew you were dedicated. I can't keep up with that many things. I. I see your name. I see your name. I see your name, and so I knew you were out there a bunch. And you also are doing. A, what, what? What's this like broadcast thing that you're doing as well, Adam? Uh, it's called Raybon Sports. Uh, it's a new app, new concept. Uh, you kind of battle with another team. It's like a fan versus fan, follow the action live type of deal. So it's a lot of fun. I host Dallas Cowboys games for the Raybon Sports app. Yeah, I knew you were a big Dallas fan, and I thought that's what you were doing was hosting those uh, the Dallas Dallas Cowboy, like you said, the battle there. And I, I never understood it. You know, I'm an old man, Adam. You know how I am, and you know I'm <laughs> I'm scared to click on something new. I, I'm afraid I'm going to be being watched by the FBI or something if I do that. But it sounds like a lot of fun. It, it sounds pretty cool. So this week you'll be taking on like a Kansas City Chief fan. Is that how you do that? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, so there would be a host for each team. I host for Cowboys. There'll be a Chiefs host. And then, you know, we try to get other fans, other people involved. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a chat room and you kind of battle back and forth as things happen live. Well, that's awesome. That that sounds really cool. Well, here on Aaron Torres Media, what we do is we look at pick and pick skin winners. We look at each game every week, and we're in week number 11. Last week, I had a decent week, Adam. I had a decent week. I think I finished at 9-7 and seven or 10-6. and six. It was one of the two. Uh, I, I couldn't tell if I wrote down over or if I wrote down under on one of those games. So, so it was kind of yeah. a, a little thing. But uh, we are sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, and it, we just keep a great partnership with them and with how much football is going on right now we've got an incredible deal a credible offer for you football junkies new users bet just one dollar just one dollar adam on any game and if your team scores one point you get one hundred dollars in free bets that's easy one dollar one game $100 in free bets to be used on DraftKings. Here's what you do. You click the link in the podcast description. You can also click the link in the tweet that's going to be put out later on and put $1 on any team. And if your team scores one point, you get an automatic 100 bucks. It's that easy, Adam. That can't be that. Can't be. Hey, as we talk about these games, got a lot of stuff that'll happen between now and Sunday. We're recording on Thursday night. We got a lot of stuff that'll go on. So we're going to not be scared. We ain't scared here on Pick and Pick Skin Winners. We talk about each game. We try to pick winners. We have New England at Atlanta. This game started out as New England being favored by five and a half points. Now, this Thursday night, DraftKings Sportsbook has them favored by seven points. The point total started out at 48. Now, this point total is at 47, Adam. I know you write about a lot of different teams. I know you rank the teams. You do all kinds of stuff. So, I, I'm, I'm excited to have you on here to hear what you have to say about this. This Thursday night game, I'll tell you what I think. I think New England's defense is just way too tough for Atlanta. But Atlanta getting points on a Thursday night at home is really hard to pass up. I can't do it, though. I, I, I got to take New England. I like that defense. I, I like, I'm going to take New England, and I'm going to also take that first half under. Whenever I do unders, I always like to take that first half. 
I mean, I'm with you on uh, the first point you made. Atlanta at home getting a full touchdown. I'm going to side with Atlanta on that one. Thursdays are rough on everybody, especially on the road teams. A full touchdown to give a home team on a Thursday. Can't really stay away from it. Don't like that. Cordero Patterson has been ruled out for the game, but I'll still lean and take the touchdown with Atlanta. And I lean on the under as well. I think that that's really wise. I really do. I, 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 I think I have three crossouts right here. I, knew, I had New England, then I crossed it out Atlanta, then I crossed it out, then I put New England again. So I, I'm just I'm grasping at straws on a Thursday you know, night. If one. this was in New England or if this was on a Sunday, I'd feel okay laying the touchdown. But in Atlanta on a Thursday, I mean, I do think New England's going to find a way to win the game, but a full touchdown's a lot for this kind of game. I agree with you. Next one we have is Detroit at Cleveland. This game total started out at 47. It's dropped down to 43 and a half. Cleveland was favored by 10. Now it's gone up where Cleveland is now favored by 11. Detroit's in that. I I, I don't know what kind. I'm not doing real good with Detroit games. But I think they I think they hit their shot last week against Pittsburgh, Adam. I think that that I think that was all the gas they had in the tank. Am I wrong? It might have been. Um, the players haven't given up yet. Uh, if they are going to give up at some point after a tie like that against Pittsburgh could be kind of the last straw of just kind of giving up and moving on to next year mentally. Um, but I don't know. I mean, if they keep fighting, they're going to find a way to win one of these games eventually. You would think, I mean, the odds are in their favor, I mean, like the Browns have been a little shaky too. The Browns have been a little shaky, but the issue for me with this matchup is we all know the Browns run the ball, you know, just as good, probably better than anybody else in the NFL and the Lions can't stop the run. They give up 136 yards a game on the ground. That's a big problem. That is a big problem. I, I, I think this is a great rebound spot for Cleveland. I don't know that Detroit has any gas left in the tank. I wouldn't wage the way uh, put put the farm on this one, but I do lean Cleveland and I do lean the over as well. If Cleveland's going to win this game, this is going to be one of those games where I look up at the uh, you know halfway point and I'm going, "Holy cow, Cleveland's got like 35 points!" And golf might not even be playing this week, so I don't I don't, you know I don't know what to expect there. I, I just think Cleveland's going to be able to take this one by a lot of points. I tend to agree with you. Cleveland to cover and the over, mainly because I don't think Detroit's going to be able to stop the run, and Cleveland will run it. They will keep running it until you show you can stop it, and I just don't think Detroit can. We have the San Francisco 49ers traveling all the way across the country to the Jacksonville Jaguars home stadium. Now, San Francisco was favored by four. Now they're favored by six and a half points. It was uh, Point total was four, 45 and a half. Now DraftKings Sportsbook has this game at 45. I, I'm going to keep this one simple. I'm going to keep it simple. I think okay. this is a letdown spot for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I, the Jags have been playing much better, especially on defense. I, I Six and a half points is a lot of points. I, I know who the San Francisco 49ers are, but they just got a big win last week. I think they're going to think they're a little bit better than what they are. And I think the Jags are a little bit better than what they think they will be. I like where your head's at on that one. The Jags have played very tough lately. I mean, they had that Seattle game where they got beat up, but I mean, they beat Buffalo a couple weeks ago in a very strange nine to six game. They beat Miami by three, which kind of gave them some confidence. And then even last week, they hung tough all game with Indy. They didn't get it done, but the Jags seem to be improving week over week. Trevor Lawrence is clearly getting better every week as he catches up to the speed of the NFL. I think the Jags are going to be a pesky team down the stretch this year. They might not win a whole bunch of games, but I think they're going to be in a lot of games. 
I agree. That's why I think it's going to be a little bit more. I'll take the Jags. I'm not going to touch that point total, though. I take the Jags also, and I would lean on the under. All right. Look, at I got New England and the under, Cleveland and the over, and the Jags. I think I'm undefeated so far this week, Adam. I, I just, I just look right, at right now, you, I mean, you haven't lost anything yet, yet so <laughs> technically, yes, you are undefeated. <laughs> All right. We got the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. I heard there might be inclement weather here, and Buffalo was favored by seven. Now they're still favored by seven points by DraftKings Sportsbook. The point total was a 51 and a half, and now this point total has dropped to 49 and a half. You know what I think? I'm taking last week, and I'm throwing it in the trash can. Okay, I'm throwing it in the trash can because yeah. I know Indy's better than that. What they what they played against the Jacksonville Jaguars, they jumped out to an early lead. They let off the throttle. The Jags are perfect in that keeping keeping in games, like you said. And then Buffalo, Buffalo's not as good as that last week. They're, they're, they they've been playing bad all year long. I don't think they found their mojo in one week. I'm going to take the Colts on the road uh, this week, it, probably because of that inclement weather too. I, I think it'll just be able to be a punch out, and it'll stay within seven points. I am on the other side. I love the Bills in this game. I love the Bills' defense. They're ranked number one in so many categories right now. Yards, scoring, turnovers. I mean, they're only average, you know, um, the passing defense, rushing defense towards the top of the NFL as well. They're clearly the number one defense in the NFL by a pretty wide margin. Their offense is scored. But I think they're going to be able to slow down the rushing game of the Colts that they lean on so much, especially with the questionable weather up in Buffalo. It could be cold. It could be snowy. That lends to a defensive battle type of game. I'll trust the Bills defense against Carson Wentz. I'll take uh, the Bills and I like the under. Okay. I like that Bills and the under. All right. Okay. I'll write that down there. I'm going to keep you accountable, Adam. I'm going to keep you yes, accountable. Sir. Yes, <laughs> hey, next one, we have Miami and the Joe Flacco-led New York Jets, baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My goodness. <laughs> you know, I, I know you, you're familiar with this show, and you and I have uh, kept in contact, like I said, last year and a half, two years. And, you know, John Frisella, who was a guy on this uh, Pick and Pick Skin Winners for a long time, big New York Jet fan. I can only imagine what John is feeling right now with this quarterback <laughs> carousel that they have, and now Joe Flacco coming back to rule the roost in New York. It, it's, that's special. Uh, mm -hmm. Miami. Miami, though, traveling up to New York, the, they were favored by three points. They're still favored by three points. Uh, it's, uh, the game total was 44. Now it's 44 and a half set by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's never good for a warm weather team to go to a cold weather area, right? This time of year, I think that that's typically what everything is. I don't know that I, I, I don't know what to do on this one, Adam. I'm going to let you take oh. the lead on this one and just piggyback off you. This is such an ugly game. I yep. mean, it's just such an ugly game. And I mean, like you said, like Joe Flacco starting just makes it even uglier. Like, what are the Jets really doing starting Joe Flacco this week? I get Mike White was terrible last week. But if Zach Wilson's not ready to play, just let Mike White play again. What does Joe Flacco starting do anything for your franchise right now? Disagree with that move by the Jets. The Jets' defense is absolutely atrocious right now. They're allowing like 40 points a game over their last four games, which is ridiculous. Miami's also been pretty bad this year, but somehow they are coming off of a two-game winning streak. One of those was against Houston, which is whatever. Then they had that Thursday night where they really showed up to play against the Ravens, and the Ravens kind of slept walked through that game and got beat. I don't know. These two teams, I don't like either one of them at all. I guess I'm going to lean towards the Jets because in a game like this where like it's just ugly and I don't really know what to do with it, 
if there's a home team getting points, home dogs is where I would lean in an ugly game like this. That's wise, wise move right there. Hear all that wisdom, everybody. 23 articles, I think he said a week, somewhere in that neighborhood. Adam Holes at Adam Holes Sports on Twitter, at Adam Holes Sports on Twitter. Make sure you follow him over there. He's a great follow, and he'll always be bringing you something brand new each and every day, just like we do over at AaronTorresOnline.com, where we always write articles. We're always putting things out there, podcasts out there. The boss himself, Aaron Torres, is writing uh, different kind of college basketball articles, college football articles really busy in college basketball this time of year and of course austin montgomery is doing the same thing each and every week so check out aaron torres online.com as well as adam hall sports and you will find a bunch of great content over that way i i hear what you're saying and i understand the joe flacco situation i think joe flacco could do real well i i don't like the weather stuff and and you know he's an old guy and all those things i don't know why they just wouldn't go to a wildcat formation at this point instead of putting right. joe flacco back there just something right. i i want to take miami because i think that there's a better football team uh, but i hear what you're saying I, i'm still going to do it i'm going to take miami and and you know, i yeah, just flip a coin. Just you know, just flip a coin on this one. Yeah, we, we're leaning the, either direction. It doesn't matter. I would stay away from it. All right, Washington, <laughs> Washington and Carolina. What an interesting game. This game may have been one of those that we just scribbled off and would rather not talk about a couple of weeks ago. And then with the uh, addition of Cam Newton on the Carolina Panthers. Now, of course, this makes the Washington football team uh, with their head coach Ron Rivera. Just you know, this is this is a cool dynamic now that's going to be going on here. I. I, this this game total started out at 46 and a half. Now the DraftKings Sportsbook has them down at 43. Carolina was favored by one point, but since Cam Newton is back, he's back. They're now favored by three points on this one, Adam. I, I think that this, I, I like the momentum that Carolina has. Mm-hmm. I look at last week's games and I saw Washington play over their skis a little bit against Tampa Bay, right? And and that may have been a Super Bowl type of game for them. I don't know how much momentum they can actually have in this. I love what Carolina's defense did. I think that they actually played better because of Cam Newton. Like, like hey, the team's not giving up yet. The, team, the, the, the front office hasn't given up on us. We're still in this thing, man. They're trying to win games, and so we're going to mm-hmm. win too. That's kind of way they, I, I, the vibe I got. So I'm going to take Carolina – even though they're at home, to be able to cover that three points. Yeah, I mean, I do like what you said there. I mean, the Panthers have been making moves this year. I mean, they acquired Stephon Gilmore. Now they got Cam Newton. Like you said, that's going to give a little bit of a boost to the players for exactly the reason you said, that the organization still believes in us, so let's go out there and put a good product on the field. I mean, they have been very hot and cold this year. I mean, I don't know what Cam Newton is going to be in the NFL anymore, But, I mean, can he really be any worse than Sam Darnold has been this year? Sam Darnold has been a disaster this year. Absolute disaster. Leads the NFL in interceptions and just just a mess. I mean, I don't know if you saw that video of Robbie Anderson screaming at him on the sideline. He's lost the locker room. The players, I don't think, had much faith in Sam Darnold anymore. So I do agree with you on the narrative that with Cam Newton coming in, he's going to bring a new energy. He might give this team a little more hope. We might see a really fired up and anxious and ready to go Carolina Panthers team this week. And Cam, I mean, he gets a really soft defense. I mean, what happened to Washington's defense? They were supposed to be one of the best defenses in football coming into this year. They are instead one of the worst defenses. They ranked dead last against the pass on the season, 32nd. 
So it's a good warm-up game for Cam Newton, a soft defense to get him rolling. I think they're going to come in with confidence and they're going to get it done. I agree with you. I like the Panthers in this one and the over. And the over. Okay. I didn't like the points on this one at all. I think it could be a defensive struggle. I understand Washington doesn't have a defense. I, I don't know that Carolina has much of an offense either to be able to score and get that 43. That's a, that's a, that's, I don't know. That's one of those things. I, I like Carolina's defense, so they would have to score a lot of points. But good pick. Good pick. I like that. I love your reasoning. I love your reasoning, Adam. Good job. Two surprising defenses, right? For the other way. Yeah. Panthers weren't really projected to do much on defense. They're a top five defense in the NFL, while the top five defense was supposed to be Washington and they're a bottom five defense. How about yeah, that? And I, yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. And I love Carolina on uh, DraftKings this week. I love them on DFS stuff this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore at my Bears. Baltimore at my Bears. Did I say that correct? Baltimore Your Bears. at my Bears. Yeah, I'm ready to go on this one, buddy. But mm. DraftKings Sportsbook says that Baltimore's favored by six points at the beginning of the week. Now they're favored by five points. This point total started out at 45 and a half. Now the game total has dropped down to 44 and a half. Chicago plays better at home. I love the Bears defense at home, but Baltimore got spanked about 10 days ago, so they've had a lot of rest, and I think they're angry. I really do. And I, if I know if I know the Harbaugh, which which by the way, you know, this is uh, what Jim Harbaugh's, John Harbaugh's, which, which Harbaugh is this? John. John Harbaugh is going over to is is uh, where where you know his brother played professionally. He's real familiar with this. This is kind of a homecoming, man. This really is kind of a homecoming for him. Mm. He's got some Chicago ties there. The Harbaughs do have a lot of Chicago ties there. I I think that what Harbaugh does is he doesn't feed his team either. Not only are they angry, but they're going to be mm. hungry. So they're mm. going to be angry. And I think that that's gonna that's not a good recipe for uh, uh, for anything for the Bears. So I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm going to take this over. I, I just that's that's the way I think this game is going to go. I agree with you on the over, but I actually kind of lean towards the Bears on this one. I mean, the Ravens have been such a strange team this year. They didn't just get beat up last week by Miami. They haven't looked good in their last three games. They lost that 24-point game to uh, the Bengals two games ago, and then it took them overtime to get past the Vikings. So that was three weeks in a row where they didn't look so good. And a lot of their wins this season have kind of been late comeback, last-second type of wins, which, you know, yes, I know that builds character and that looks great for Lamar Jackson, but that's not sustainable over the season. The Ravens, another team that the defense has been really letting them down this year. Not, I mean, they had a lot of injuries in the secondary, but they give up a ton of passing yards. I don't know if that's going to matter that much against the Bears, who don't exactly have the best passing game in the NFL. It's it's a tough matchup. I do think that there's going to be some points scored and the Ravens, like they have a lot of times, they probably will find a way to win. But I again, I like home dogs in games that I consider kind of close. So give me the points at home with the Bears. I, I can see that. I, and I could see it just, I was, I was trying to envision this game and I saw a Tucker field goal at the end of it. And I just, I wiped my eyes and I said, nah, that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. So. <laughs> and it's my bears. I got to pick against them a little bit here. All right. Uh, this is a, this is a weird one too. New Orleans at Philadelphia. Uh, this point total started out at 48. It's dropped to 43. Philadelphia was favored by one and a half. DraftKings Sportsbook has them now favored by two points, two points. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, this looked totally different on paper, but before the Winston injury and everything, Adam, and now this this New Orleans team 
just they're a completely different looking team now, and it's hard to find an identity for them. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one to tell me because my heart's with Jalen Hurts. You know my heart's with Jalen Hurts, a big Alabama guy. So t- talk to me. Talk, talk me through this one. I mean, the main thing that jumps out to me is the fact that the Saints have lost back-to-back games. They had that huge win over the Bucs after, you know, a decent win over the Seahawks, too. But that huge win against the Bucs, and it looked like the Saints were going to start building some momentum. And then they dropped one against the Falcons that they really should have won that game. And then a tough one to the Titans, who are the hottest team in the NFL. So is that narrative that, you know, they just got all amped up for that Bucks game. And, you know, that was just, you know, basically their Super Bowl. And now they're going to kind of fall apart. I don't really see it that way, though. I'm a big believer in Sean Payton. Love him as a head coach. I think he might be the best game planner in the entire NFL. He comes up with creative ways to design offense, regardless of the lack of talent and personnel that they have on that offensive side right now between the injuries and all the other things going on with them. I'm going to go with the Saints in this game, with my faith in Sean Payton, and just kind of believing the simple fact that I don't think the Saints are going to lose three games in a row. And I'm not fully sold on the Eagles. I know they're four and six somehow. They don't really feel like they're four and six. But I just don't really see Sean Payton and the Saints losing three consecutive games. They've Eagles are a beatable team, and I think defensively especially, they'll find a way to get it done. 73% of the public money is coming in on the money line. New Orleans, their favorite. Mm. 61% against the spread is coming in on New Orleans. Yeah, it's those spreads under three, right? That if you're getting less than three points, just take the money line pretty much, right? Yeah, yep, yep. I, I... I hear what you're saying. I know Philadelphia, they, they've they they've dedicated themselves to the run game all over again. New Orleans does pretty well against the run. I don't have anything to give for New Orleans as far as the way they're going to win this game. I don't know how they're going to do it. Taysom Hill has got to take over at quarterback at some point, but obviously Sean Payton doesn't have a lot of faith in him or sees more in Trevor Simeon than we do. I, I mean, he hasn't played terrible from week to week, but at the same time, I don't know that he's going to be able to win games in the NFL. At least Taysom Hill gave him the dual threat. Uh, the loss of Kamara really hurt that team, and now they yeah. can't lean on anything. And I'm going to take Philadelphia. I'm going to take them at home this this point total dropped way i was going to take the under whenever it was at 48 but now it's going down to 43 and it's really hard to keep nfl teams down under 43 or 40 a big drop it's a big drop (laughs) it is so i'm going to take philadelphia now i got a question for you adam you heard me say earlier this this you know uh aaron torres online or aaron torres media uh deal that they have with DraftKings right right now you know we're new Mm -hmm. users that one dollar just one dollar on any game and if your team scored one point you get a hundred dollars in free bets Okay, one dollar, one game, one hundred and free bets. Can't beat it. What if you bet on Houston this week against the Tennessee Titans? Mm. Do you think Houston is going to get one point? I, I, I was because this is a great deal. You know, this I mean, this mm. is a great deal. It's easy. But I went, oh man, Houston, huh? Houston might be the team that. Could, <laughs> yeah. That could, right? but yeah, I mean, really, and they started out this week as nine-and-a-half-point underdogs. Now they're up to 10-point underdogs. Tennessee is favored mm-hmm. by 10 points. This game total started out at 50-and-a-half. It's dropped down to 44-and-a-half. All right, so I was thinking about that. All right, so it's Houston. Could Houston, could if I, knowing my luck, if I put $1 down on Houston. You might not Houston, get it back. You might, might not. not. So this, this, is my, this is my thought, though. I think Tennessee 
has been playing way out, way out above their skis, you know, just way out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, big heads right now, they're doing everything they can. They keep games close, and they end up pulling these things out. They win ugly. They win nasty. Houston's mm-hmm. team just hasn't given up yet. I, I don't know. I don't understand it. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't. I don't understand, but I think that Tennessee is going to take look at the, the the Houston bus coming to town, and they're just going to let out a big sigh. Mm. Oh, we got an off week. We've been boy, we've been playing really hard, you know that kind of thing. So I think it's a letdown week for Tennessee. I'm going to take Houston and the points on this one. Yeah, I mean, I do understand your reasoning for sure. I mean, Tennessee is the hottest team in the NFL right now. Five wins in a row against the Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, and Saints. I mean, that's a pretty impressive five-game streak, which, you know, makes sense to your narrative that this might be the sleepwalk game. This might be like, the oh, good, we finally get a break and we get to just play the Texans this week. And the Texans might be ready to put an end to that five-game streak. Can the Texans win this game? I mean, of course they can. It's the NFL. I don't really see that happening. The 10 points, I kind of like the 10 points with the Texans as well. With the Titans, maybe not taking this game as seriously. I do agree with your point as well that the Titans are playing out of their minds. This five-game streak is insane. I think that the Titans are a good team. I had them before the season as you know a team that would make the playoffs. But to play the way they're playing right now, they have to regress eventually. You would think so. And, and by the way, Foreman, he's he's looking pretty good back there as a yeah. running back. I've always liked that guy, man. I've, he's he's had some off-the-field issues and different things that pop up in his life, I think. But, man, he he is just one of those players that can really explode uh, from time to time. And I, I look forward to watching that as I watch the Tennessee Titans quite often. Hey, by the way, if you want to take advantage of that deal, that one point, one dollar, one dollar, one point, one hundred dollars back at you, just check out the pin tweet that I'll have on my Twitter account at loafing it on Twitter. Also, Aaron Torres, he usually puts that up there as well. And Aaron Torres online.com will have it. And don't forget, it'll be in your show notes as well. So just just follow those links and you'll be able to find that. And let me remind everybody that they are listening to my co-host this week, Adam Holes, Adam at Adam Holes Sports on Twitter, doing a fantastic job. And and like I said before, this guy is a nonstop worker. He's putting out articles. I don't know how you write that many articles, Adam. Uh, how do you keep that all organized? Uh, it It is a lot. Um, I'm able to write that many articles because somebody pays me to do so. So there you go. <laughs> okay. That's easy enough. Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay is favored by one and a half points this week. They started out at one and a half points. This point total was at 48. Now it's dropped down to 47. Go ahead and give me the narrative of this game as you see it. And I'll tell you what I think in a minute here, Adam. The way I see this game, I mean, right now the Packers are playing great football. And Aaron Rodgers led Packers have not lost the game since week one when they got destroyed by the Saints. That weird game with, you know, Rodgers, all the offseason stuff. I kind of give them a pass on that game. But that's the last game Aaron Rodgers has lost. Their only other loss was, of course, to the Chiefs when Rodgers was out with this whole COVID debacle. Now, I do think that the Packers are not winning super impressively, but they are winning. While the Vikings have been a very strange team, very hot and cold team this year, they had a nice win last week against the Chargers. But I don't know, when I think the Vikings and when I think Kirk Cousins, like I always just think let down. You know, like to me, this looks like a spot on paper that maybe the Vikings can score a big win here, get themselves back, you know, in the playoff conversation. All the good teams have been suffering losses that they shouldn't have lately. 
the Packers could kind of be next on that list. And against a lot of other types of teams in this situation, I could want to lean towards that home team. I mean, the spread's very low, so that's kind of telling you what the bookmakers are thinking about this. But when it's Kirk Cousins and it's a big game, those are generally his worst games. He's the guy, you know, he'll perform until you really need him to perform. This is a great spot for Kirk Cousins. And because it's a great spot for him, I'm taking the Packers. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) <laughs> that made me giggle. I, I like that. I almost wanted to write down Minnesota, and then you you flipped it on me at the end. I like, but no, it's it's Green Bay all the way. I think Aaron's uh, uh rested up this week. AJ Dillon, I, I've seen the Minnesota Viking run defense, and it's not very good. And AJ, man, yeah. Dillon was shot out of a cannon last week. He could not wait for his opportunity to be the running back, and I think he's going to take full advantage of that again this week. I, I think Green Bay runs away with this one. I, that's just how I see it. And that Packer defense, by the way, that Packer oh, yeah. defense has been playing out of their mind lately. Unbelievable. Yeah, really, really good. Cincinnati. Do I have this right? Cincinnati at at the Raiders, at the Las Vegas Raiders. Cincinnati Mm -hmm. was favored by one point to start the week. They're still favored by one point by DraftKings Sportsbook. Las Vegas had the game total at 50. Now it's going up to 50 and a half. I, I don't even want to spend time on this one, Adam. I I I this look, the the Raiders look like they were done. They were they, they looked like they were done last week. They they had had enough fun for this season. They had enough storylines. They just want this season to be over with. And now all these games are just in their way from reaching to the finish line. Mm. I think Cincinnati, after a bye week, comes out and just runs all over this team. I, well, may that just puts up tons of points. That's what I think. I mean, I agree with you on the Las Vegas narrative, but you know, Cincinnati hasn't looked so good lately either. They lost back-to-back games to the Jets. They lost the game to the Jets, which knocked me out of all of my survivor and eliminator pools, by the way. (laughs) And then they followed that up by getting destroyed by the Cleveland Browns. Both the Raiders and the Bengals, a few weeks back, they both had these really nice winning records. They're sitting on top of the AFC conference standings and everything has kind of come back to earth for both of these teams, both having lost two in a row, both having lost three out of five. I think this is an ugly game. I guess I would like lean towards the Bengals just because I do like the Bengals offense. And I think Joe Burrow's great. Uh, Jamar Chase is unbelievable. And I do kind of agree with you that With everything that's gone on within the Raiders organization this season, they're probably just over it at this point. Even if Derek Carr's not, I think everybody else just might be over it. Yeah, and I hear that a lot. Derek Carr's a great leader. Great leaders can uh, pull their team from the depths into the, you know, into getting them fired up to play again. Well, look, Derek Carr could be a great leader, but he doesn't have to be necessarily a great leader on the field. And he does a good job. I'm not saying he does a bad job, but... It's it's off the field where he's really a great leader. You know, he's reaching out to people. He's making those phone calls. He's doing things at the podium that makes things sound good. But Derek Carr cannot change the momentum of a team out there on the field by himself. He's mm-hmm. not that great of a player. That's I, I don't see that in him. No. Yeah. At, at, by the way, 85% of the public money is coming in on the over on this one at this on point. Over. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 50 and a half. So that's, I don't, I don't know what that means. I, <laughs> I, that's a lo- I don't know what that means either, but usually when everybody loves an over, if everyone's on an over, 
take the under. <laughs> okay, as well, that's why that's you, you go the opposite way. And that 50 and a half, I'm like, man, that's a lot of points for a team that I don't think has anything left in the tank. Arizona mm-hmm. at Seattle. Uh, Arizona was favored at the beginning of the week by one and a half points. Arizona is now favored by two points. Seattle, uh, this whole game total started out at 50 and a half. Now the game total has dropped down to 48 points. I think there's a lot of injury issues still going on right now. I don't. I haven't heard the latest on Kyler Murray. Is it still just questionable and him and Hopkins questionable? Uh, I think they're still questionable as they have been. It sounds like Murray's trending more towards playing, but nothing confirmed yet. Yeah, I didn't like what the way Seattle looked last week. Russell Wilson kind of looked a little bit lost out there to me. These are two good I, I'm not going to say the, uh, Seattle has a good defense. I'm not going to say that. Arizona has a really good defense. And I mm. saw Russell Wilson really struggle last week against a similar style of defense in the Green Bay Packers, in my opinion. I'm going to take Arizona on the road uh, to cover those two points. I mean, you know, a lot of this game is, of course, going to depend on Kyler Murray. Is he going to sure. play? He's obviously more important because of all the weapons they have on offense than DeAndre Hopkins is. But I think either way, whether Murray plays or not, I kind of see this as a bounce back, get back in it type of game for Seattle. I mean, if if they're going to have one, it has to be now. They're already three and six on the season. They just got Russell Wilson back. You know, I felt about them last week the same way I'm feeling about them now. So maybe, you know, they're just going to strike me twice with the same thing with how terrible they looked last week, putting zero points up against the Packers. But I believe in Russell Wilson. We were just talking about the leadership of Derek Carr. I mean, there might not be a better leader in all of football than Russell Wilson. You know, I think he is still motivated. I mean, he came back from this injury so quickly, which tells you he wants to be back on the field. He wants to play. He hasn't checked out of this season yet, despite their record, despite having lost four or five. If he didn't think that Seattle had a chance to get back in the playoff race, he wouldn't have rushed back so quickly from surgery. I think he will get the rest of the team believing as well. If they're going to have one big game this year where they get themselves back into the race, why not? At home, second game back for Russell Wilson against the Cardinals, who have been leading the pack the entire way. I like the Seahawks to get the upset at home. I that I like what you said. You know what I like though more than anything is the under in this game. I, mm. I know it's sitting at forty eight right now. Uh, I just I I like the under. I didn't think that the Seahawks were able to move the ball that well against Green Bay. I don't think they'll be able to move it very well against uh, Arizona as well. So I just like the under in this one, and I think Arizona will try and protect. Kyler Murray, if he is out there a little bit and just ground and pound this this Seattle team. So I, I'll take the under on this one. Dallas. Dallas. Oh, you hear that? There's your Let's guys. Go. Let's go. <laughs> Dallas and Kansas City. This point total started out at 55. I think now DraftKings Sportsbook has it at 156 points now at this point. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, gone, it's gone up to 56 and a half. Kansas City was favored by two and a half. And now these Kansas City Chiefs, who haven't played that well all year long, are still favored by two and a half points as we are recording this on Thursday night. Look, this is your team. This is your Dallas Cowboys. This is my daughter's Kansas City Chiefs. My daughter, four, four, oh yes, yeah, 14 years old. And, and, and there's a little Patrick Mahomes jersey she hopes underneath the Christmas tree this year is where she go. hopes. Well, no, that's, no, that's not where we're going. All right, uh, well, that's not where we're going, Adam. No, are you going Justin a, Fields jersey? No, we're not going anybody's jersey. Our daddy's <laughs> going to say daddy's girl is on the back of that jersey. Is what that's what right. right. <laughs> Hey, Adam, walk me through this game because I know you know this Dallas team in and out. 
I mean, to to make the Chiefs, I mean, I get it. The Chiefs are at home. It's going to be on TV everywhere. But to make the Chiefs the favorite in this game is a little bit surprising to me, considering how these two teams have played. I know the Chiefs look great against the Raiders last week. But come on, I mean, it's the Raiders. They're kind of sliding away right now. It was probably the Chiefs' best game of the season. So, you know, there's some recency bias probably to that line. But the Cowboys just won 43-3 to last week. Sure, I mean, you know, like they played the Atlanta Falcons, which, I mean, come on, like the Atlanta Falcons and Raiders are kind of on the same level here, right? And, I mean, the Chiefs' defense, the Cowboys' offense against the Chiefs' defense is the key thing that I'm looking at here. The Chiefs' defense has been a disaster all year. Nobody's really been able to slow down the Cowboys offense this season. They're number one in total offense. They're scoring a ton of points. When Dak, I mean, I love Dak Prescott this year. He had, you know, the one game he missed because of the injury, which I get. And, you know, he had the one game against um, Denver that I, I don't know what happened to the Cowboys in that Denver game. Look, it's the NFL. Everybody has bad weeks. I just kind of chalk it up to that with the Cowboys. Besides that Denver game, the only other game the Cowboys lost was week one against the Bucks, And, you know, they were really only a couple seconds away from winning that game. I love what the Cowboys are doing right now. I think Dak Prescott is the NFL MVP this season. I think he's going to win it at the end of the year when it's all said and done. I'm very surprised that the Chiefs are favored in this game. And last time I looked, I think the public was actually siding with the Chiefs on this one as well. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the money line. I have written down on top of my little page of paper that I have for this game. I have the Dallas Cowboys as well. Yeah. I, 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 The Raiders, like I said, the Raiders didn't have anything in the tank. It looked like they gave up on the season last week to me. And I don't think Kansas City found everything last week. The, the Raiders are just not a very good team right now. And I think Dallas Cowboys are clicking on all cylinders and they are fired up. I don't know what happened in that Bronco game either. The only thing I could say about that one is, you know, they exhaled is all the Cowboys yeah. did, baby, is they exhaled. So I'm going to take Dallas. I like your enthusiasm about that too. And I, I really, I want to take the over in this because I know Kansas City can score some points. Mm-hmm. I just think Dallas is going to be able to outscore them. So I would lean the over in this one as well. At 56 and a half is a lot of points, but I've seen a lot crazier things happen. Uh, Sunday primetime kind of game. I, I I just think that it could go over. Yeah, like it's a spot that you can never take the under in this game. I don't think it's either no. an over or pass type of situation, given the two offenses that are on the field. Look, I think the Cowboys are going to score a ton of points in this one. I don't see any way that this Chiefs defense is going to stand up and stop the Cowboys when they haven't been stopping anybody all year and nobody's stopping the Cowboys. And the Chiefs offense, I mean, we'll see. They put up 41 last week, but they really struggled in pretty much every other game besides that. Yeah, I agree with you. Pittsburgh travels to the Los Angeles Chargers. This game total started out at 48. It's dropped down to 47. Chargers were favored by three and a half. DraftKings Sportsbook now has them favored by five and a half points. I, I this is I don't Pittsburgh is battling injuries. Mm-hmm. I saw this happen to them last year as well, where all of a sudden they started fading towards the second half of the season because, uh, let's face it, they're, they're an older team. And, and whenever they're te- they don't have a lot of depth. I don't know what the front office has been doing with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it seems like to me that, that they just haven't been 
building depth there. And once mm-hmm. the front line guys go out, they don't have anything behind them. And I'm afraid that that's what's happening to the Pittsburgh Steelers again this season. I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm going to take the under in this one because I don't know how Pittsburgh scores. I, I just, I just, uh, that's how I'm going to take. I just don't trust the Chargers right now. The Chargers early this year looked so good. They've struggled lately. They've lost three out of four. Their only win in their last four came against the Eagles, which they squeaked out by a late field goal. So the Chargers are kind of struggling to get their momentum back right now. This could be a get right game for them on Sunday night football against a Steelers team that did just win four in a row, but then came out and drew a tie against the Lions. All the injuries, like you said, we're not sure if Chase Claypool is going to play or not. I think he's going to be a game time decision, but it's kind of a lot of points, I think, to give the Steelers. So I'm going to take the points. It's a toss up kind of game to me. I could really see either team winning. So in that situation, I'm going to take the points. Okay, but I do agree with the under. Definitely agree with the under. Yeah, especially first half. First half under, everybody. First half under, always for me. All right, the last game, Monday Night Football. uh, New York Giants traveling to Tampa Bay. This uh, Tampa Bay team was favored by 10 points to start with. Now they're favored by 11. I don't know what that says because the New York Giants are getting everybody back healthy, it kind of looks like. (laughs) And and Tampa Bay went up a point. This game total started out at 50.5, and and now it's dropped down to 49.5. So it's kind of opposite there, Adam, if you think about it. The game totals dropped. But yet Tampa Bay went up in favorite, so they're really not liking New York at this point. But yet the the the, the public, right there, whenever it comes to the line, they're it's like a fifty fifty game right now. When it comes mm. to the money line, of course, everybody's jumping on eighty seven percent to the Giants just because of that money line. All right, so. I go ahead. I want you to do this because you've been doing a fantastic job on here. I, I appreciate you coming on the show on um, Pick and Pigskin winners here on Aaron Torres Media. Adam, you've done a fantastic job. I've, like I said, at the beginning of this program, you are one of the hardest working guys I've seen. You're always putting out content. You're always doing a fine job. Every day you have something new coming on your Twitter handle at Adam Hole Sports. Uh, you can follow him over there on Twitter and you just do a great job. So I appreciate it. Take the lead on this one, partner. I appreciate those words, and I do appreciate you having me on the show. It's always fun to do these shows. I love it. Okay, so the Bucks have somehow lost two in a row. They lost that Saints game, which the Saints have kind of had their number ever since Tom Brady arrived. They seem to get up for that game all the time now, as they should, and they've really given them problems when they played them. The unexplainable, unexcusable one was, of course, last week. The Buccaneers coming off of a bye and lose by double digits to the Washington football team who hasn't been able to beat anybody this year. That to me is, it's a baffling loss. It's a very baffling loss. Like, I don't know if they were looking past the game. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain how they only put up 19 points on the worst passing defense in the NFL when they were coming off of their bye week with the extra week to prepare. The Giants, I mean, the Raiders keep coming up. The Giants did just beat the Raiders recently don't like the Giants team at all I mean the Bucks are going to come in really angry in this one you would think right I mean Tom Brady he's storming at a press conferences he's disgusted with the way that they played against Washington maybe that'll get everybody fired back up or maybe there's something else going on there I don't know we know Tom Brady's history against the New York Giants lost to them twice in the Super Bowl of course there's just a lot of signs that we're going to get a ticked off 
angry Brady looking to prove a big point in this game. I don't think there's any way you can take the Giants in this one. I mean, it's what, like 11 points, I think it is right now. If it was two touchdowns, I still don't think you can take the Giants in this one. I don't love the Bucs to cover that many points. Can't really see the Bucs losing. So if I had to pick, I would take the Bucs to cover, though I don't love how big the line is. <laughs> no, I agree with you. It's one of yeah. those lean <laughs> games. It's the line. The line's intimidating, right? It is. Can, can I take a moment? <clears throat> And say yeah. that one of my favorite commercials is that Tom Brady commercial where where, <laughs> where where he's the subway and he's not eating the bread. And, and they say, but you don't eat bread, you know, or whatever it is at the end of that. I just love that commercial uh-huh. this week. And I, maybe that's what the problem was. He was filming too many commercials in the off yeah. week. Right? And this week, as you said, he is he is irritated. He is ticked off. He's told Giselle, no, not tonight, sweetheart. Leave me alone. We're not going there. I am watching film. This evening, you know, that takes a lot to say that to Giselle. (laughs) He he is watching film and he is telling Giselle that, that, you know, to go sleep on the couch is what what he's telling Giselle. (laughs) And he is ready to just take the New York Giants. And he's he's not only watching film on this year's Giants, but like you said, he's watching film from those Super Bowl. I look, I think I think he sees red in his eyes. I don't know, though, with the Chris Godwin injury, with the Gronk injury, maybe there is more to that. You know, uh, maybe there is just, you know, leaning on Godwin. He performed pretty well last week but maybe that injury is just a little bit more than i think i think when antonio brown comes back that'll be a breath of fresh air to everybody that sounds really strange to be able to say i'm with you though i'm gonna lean tampa bay in this one i don't want to take the over i don't want to take anything like that i'm just gonna lean tampa bay it's a lot of points though sure is a lot of points you know we don't know if antonio brown is going to be back for this game or not he might really be the key to the buccaneers because i saw a stat before that this season so far the bucks are five and oh when antonio brown plays one and three without him Ooh, that is a good stat. That sure is a good stat. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a, he's a, he's a really good player. He's a really good player. Hey, everybody, that was my friend who I've known on Twitter for a long time, Adam Hulse, and he's done a great job here this afternoon. I'm picking big skin winners on Aaron Torres Media. Make sure you follow him over there on Twitter, at Adam Hulse Sports. At Adam Hulse Sports, I'll have a link to that. We do appreciate Adam for coming on here on Aaron Torres Media. Make sure you make AaronTorresOnline.com a regular part of your viewing habits. Always dropping new articles. Everything's going up there. Aaron himself is writing articles about college basketball. He's got podcasts going on about college football which is heading into the playoff system now. Uh, Just wonderful things. Austin Montgomery is doing things. And don't forget about my man, J.B. Berry, doing that DFS flash. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Follow me on Twitter, at LoafinIt as well. Go out and bet those Pickin' Pigskin winners. As you know, our show, Pickin' Pigskin Winners, as well as the DFS flash on Aaron Torres Media, has partnered with DraftKings, and they've got an incredible deal for you. To take advantage of this offer, click the link that is in the podcast description below. Uh, Make your first deposit. Place a $1 wager on NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Do it responsibly. Let's get some pick and pick skin winners.